This is Pop Fiction Women. I'm Corinne. I'm Kate. And we're complicated. Blunt. Total boss. But sometimes a mess. Opinionated. But never boring. And in this podcast, we're discussing the complicated women of the best books, TV, and movies. Along with the complicated women behind the scenes. Warning, lots of spoilers ahead. So come back when you're done. Hurry up, it's starting. Daisy Jones and the Six. Finally, I feel like we've been waiting for this. I feel like you should sing that. You should have started. Yeah, with, yeah. I should have made yeah. you sing that intro. Feel like to get in the mood for the for yeah, the yeah. show. Yeah. We. How long have we been talking about this? I remember the announcement when Riley Keough was chosen as Daisy. Oh. I remember posting about that. I mean, this is and and Camila's character. Yeah, we've been talking about this for a long time. I know. I know. And and now it's here. And they dropped it a little early on us. Surprise. I didn't even know what that was all about. That was a great was exciting. So we don't always I should say this, right? We don't always read the books of things that we cover adaptations. A lot of times, but not always. This one clearly we did. We did. We love the book. We did a whole episode. If I've re-listened to it, as you know. If you haven't listened, folks, let me tell you, if you've read the book. I thought it was a great episode yeah. uh, because it was a great book. And so this is one where we, you know, I don't know. I think it's different when we've read the book. We might look at things. Yes. But I feel like I've had a little distance also. Yes. Because true. I was watching it and we don't have to get into the show yet because I think there's some background stuff. But I did not remember that the Dunn brothers were from Philadelphia. Pittsburgh, yeah. I had no recollection of that. I just remembered right. everyone in L.A. So right, right, right. Yeah. Right. So sort there's some distance story. to rem- mm-hmm. to forget things. I guess is the point that I don't feel yes. like it's so fresh in my memory that I'm comparing every single thing. Mm-hmm. See, maybe that's why I shouldn't have gone back over my notes and listened to oh. our episode because I am comparing, and that's where let me tell you. Yeah, that's yeah. Comparison not is a, the thief, yeah. thief of joy. I guess so. I guess yeah, so. That's so. a famous quote. Yeah. Um, okay. So before, I feel like before we get into this, I have to give you the background yeah. for me because it really shades my whole experience. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I happened to be looking at my email when a Reese book club email came through last week. I did not know how what I was signing up for but I it saw like go see Daisy Jones and the six uh, the first two episodes live or at a movie theater around the country and it was like sign up now prime prim, uh, prime premiere so I was like okay so I clicked through and I signed up and I was like sure great I'm gonna go see this at the South Street Seaport next Wednesday it was such a cool experience it wasn't just like I mean, first of all, it's a movie theater like I've never been to. It's really like Mm -hmm. a first class airplane seats, like these two together. You put plush leather seats. You can put yourself all the way back to practically laying down. Yeah. Like you're at home. They have a little. Yes. They have a little button to get food and they gave you a voucher for food. The whole thing was free. They gave you a voucher for food. I got toffee chocolate chip um 
ice cream sandwiches. It was so good. Oh, I was like, nice. I know. I was like drizzled. Like, this with, is amazing. This was amazing. And the show hadn't even started yet. So I was just feeling like this was so amazing and such a wonderful, wonderful experience. And a place in the city that I don't get to a lot anymore. I used to go to the seaport a bit, but it's just not a place to go to. So it was just such a great experience. And then it started on the big screen. And yeah, that's it a big was, difference. It really is. And it's not, it's interesting because most things aren't made for the big screen anymore. You know, you don't have the same kind of sets or movie stars that need the big screen. And they just have to translate, you know, on your, even on the tiniest screen on your phone. And that's a whole different view for the people working behind the scenes. But this just worked. The and there weren't even any concert scenes in these first, not really, in the yeah. first two episodes. But still, mm-hmm. it was just fantastic. And the whole experience was so incredibly magical. And I walked away having seen two episodes like Gaga, starry-eyed. And there were there were not a lot of people there to have gotten something. Really? It's, oh, yeah. Like, well, it was sold out. But it's a right. small theater. So I, there was like right. 40 of us, 50 of us. Right. I mean, oh it was God. a really... Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was a really fun, amazing experience. And so that definitely led me to feel like I, I have... Yeah. I Even though... Yeah, because even though... So we're only talking about the first episode today. Yeah. It was a little slow even in the movie theory. Even hopped up on ice cream and toffee chocolate chip cookies You can't... And and people caramel. can't see my face. I'm like, yeah. when you said slow, I'm like, and bingo. That's it, my takeaway. Yeah. So it's so slow. we... And, and here it is, the Taylor Jenkins Reid signature move, which is to kind of give you the very end. I'll tell you exactly how this is all going to end. The band's going to implode. Mm-hmm. Made me think of Carrie Soto, that last match, the way she starts off. And then yeah. let me take you here. back to the beginning. Not mm-hmm. even like Literally. the beginning. Like little Daisy as a yes. girl. Yes. <laughs> yeah. As like a five-year-old at her parents' uh, cocktail party. So yes. it's – and then it's told so linearly, linearly yes. right? Mm-hmm. Told just from age five – I guess the boys are a little bit older, maybe yeah, just out of high, high school. school. Mm-hmm. But still, like, really, and then going step by step by step by step, which was the way things were usually right. told, but now all of a sudden feels so retro to me. Does it feel that way to you? Yeah, you said that on the on our episode, too. The oh, li- that. This, the, yeah, yeah, see? <laughs> so that, well, the linear style, yeah, and then yeah. it feels... I don't know that you loved it there, but maybe it's what you're saying now, which is just because it feels... Like you're yeah. saying, a little uh, was that two years ago like, or three years yeah, ago? Right, January 2020. We yeah, did but that I think book. we did it in. Did we? Oh, yeah, God. I, I don't. So. I literally just listened, but I don't remember the date. Yeah. Or if it was, so yeah. three years ago, or at 21. this point, I, it somehow comes back. If I had not loved it, then I feel like it came back in favor. It felt very retro, and also I was into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I but think- it does make for a really slow start. Yeah, and I'm just afraid. This is what I'm just afraid that the slow start is not just a slow start. That the whole mm. thing. I'm concerned that there are ten episodes. Yeah, I already. I'm like, you know what? Did you probably could have done this in eight. <laughs> I mean, yes. already I'm thinking that. So, yeah. like that when you're forced to trim things, maybe that's where it gets a little tighter yeah. and um, more beneficial when you're yeah. forced to. Because yeah. I don't know, ten episodes, given the pace that I'm already seeing. I'm a little nervous about that. 
Yes. And that's another thing that almost feels retro, but not yet good, which is to say that limited series, like I think Big Little Lies, like Uh the ones, and this, this was mostly filmed in like maybe two or three years ago at this point. Mm -hmm. So 10 episodes felt more like the staple, but now we're like eight, six is totally acceptable. People think six is an acceptable season. And I don't think that was really on their minds back then. Certainly not when they were writing it. And by the time they were filming it, it just felt very normal to have 10 or 12 for a limited series. And so it's another thing that's not quite caught up. Right, 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 mm-hmm. right. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's done in the same, I mean, the linear style was the same as the book. And of course, mm-hmm. the the rock documentary, the oral history format yes. is, is the same. Which um, I keep calling it a mockumentary, but it's not a mockumentary. No, but people They're not mo- are saying that. They are yeah. saying documentary, oh, mockumentary, rock documentary, like yeah. all Well, those. it's not a mockumentary I because know. they're not intending to mock it. But I just, I guess because it's a fake documentary, I need a different word. Right. Because it's not it, a, it's fiction. But right. it's mo- a and documentary it's, style. And there's there are it, it, there are people who have issues with this, but I just that it's a it's a documentary or we're in the beginning we see that they're talking but then mm. you're it's not flashbacks but it is flashbacks i mean we're then watching it in, in as in, again linear yes. linear i know linearly linearly <laughs> and then even within that they'll have like video footage like a couple cli- like yeah. I, I don't know so yeah. it didn't that doesn't really bother me though i didn't get hung up on that i'm like whatever it's Same. fine now i'm watching Same. it but the thing that I do think in the maybe gets lost in the translation or at least is different is with the oral history format of the book what I loved was you never really know what the truth is right you get everybody's Mm -hmm. version of it and we love that because it's messy and it's complicated and who knows what really happened Um, and different people describe different events differently but now you actually then see it you know so then it's visually represented to you and that takes away I think some of the ambiguity or vagueness okay. or messiness or whatever so that I feel like that's gonna but, be a little bit of an okay issue so for you're me projecting throughout. though because I'm not projecting. the first okay because okay, not no, the first I'm episode yeah yeah yeah, yeah. now that I see it happening yeah the, the oral history now on screen that's yeah. what I'm seeing as oh this could be a problem though then because right. not a problem but something that's different about the book that I think might adversely affect the the yeah. experience for me Uh, versus the book because I kind of liked in the book like I don't really know I mean Daisy said this way Billy says this way I don't know yeah see we I have not yet see I saw the first two episodes uh at this premiere but I have not watched the third so I haven't seen Billy and Daisy together at all yeah and that is the place where it's a a lot is left up to interpretation but I don't know I feel like I could still imagine reading chemistry differently despite oh yeah what, what people say well I guess we'll see yeah but I think the whole st- it's everybody's story that could be different yeah. than I'm just wondering it. what the truth will be yeah. that yeah. will contradict the multiple stories I right. guess well, well yeah and maybe it's just not the truth it's just allow with when you're reading it you can kind of fill in some of your own mm-hmm. uh interpretation yeah. based on what you're reading of the different viewpoints and now you're going to see it I guess you always yeah. still interpret things you know yeah look at them that's that's how I feel um, but I guess we'll see and we'll we'll bring and by the way that. you don't see Billy and 
her together till the end of three. So that's another oh, thing wow. where I was like, oh my God, I am still here and I do not have Billy and Daisy yeah. on screen together. That, so, that is that is an issue yeah. with telling it so, you know, chronologically starting from right. childhood as opposed to yeah. doing time jumps and yes, kind of exactly. teasing, you know, like let's see this scene of them writing a song and then let's go back, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So. Which I don't know if that would have worked better for this. But for the book, and I guess, I mean, this is pretty standard how they used to do those like behind the musics, right? Yeah. They did start a childhood kind of and kind off. of go through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. at least consistent with that. All right. Let's talk about what was working for us in this first episode. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. For real? <gasps> No, okay. I, it's well, I can start. You start. Riley Keough is yes, yes, incredible. Yes. That woman is a star to me. Mm, that, I, that I agree with. I watched her in, oh gosh, what's that? That The Girlfriend Project. She, and I thought, she, I, I have anything I've ever seen her in. I think she is fan, a fantastic actress. But, and Obviously, the setup of Daisy Jones is that she is this sparkly, shiny mm-hmm. star. And I just buy it 100%. I am so right. in on her. She is just has a quality. Like, oh, so good. Yeah, but what's so good about her, too, is yes, she's a, she's a sparkly, shiny star, but not yet. And what mm. she's doing does so well, Oh, yeah, well, but I you know... Is- no, I but know, but that's is, what I mean. She, yeah. She's more like right now, this like diamond in the rough, but but you you see it. It's it's, mm, it's I don't know. It, I don't like ready yeah. to come out. Yeah, I, I think they are, you're right. They are playing her as the diamond in the rough. But to me, it just seems like she's already got it. That sparkle. It just she's not being put in the spotlight yet. So yeah, it, she just but a lot of the words we used to describe her are so it, yeah, like enigmatic and ethereal yeah. and. Yeah. She's just got this, like, yeah, this this quality. I, we did say this from the I, we thought even before we saw her that mm. this was perfectly cast. I mean, yes. for those who don't know, it is Elvis Presley's granddaughter. If you didn't, Lisa Marie yes. Presley's daughter. So I mean, yeah. you know, people say she's born from rock stardom and everything, mm-hmm. but she's not a singer. No. So despite her family history, she had to train. Yeah. They all did this band and her and Sam Claflin who played Billy have been in voice lessons for over a year. I mean, this yeah. is, they've been in absolute training. So she's, in a sense, even to play this part, has been like a, a star in training. So Yeah, she, and I think she's fantastic. I think she has a beautiful voice. I think she's mm. pulling it off so well. I mean, obviously, it's it's in her DNA, but, yeah, but even though she didn't the have pressure? the pressure, I yeah. mean, that's yeah. what I'm saying. She's never sang before, yeah. and... Yeah. It's like, this is your destiny, but she's like, is it? I don't know. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm an actress. So, which I love that. It was by very the way. daunting. Yeah. I, I love, we won't go into it, but I love the the psychology of her, of Riley yeah. Keough. It's, yeah. It's fat. Like, my grandfather's like Elvis Presley. Works. I refuse yes. to, I refuse to sing. I refuse yeah. to. And then also, the mommy issues are really working for me, which we get oh, yeah. right out of the gate. Her damage uh, is, is yeah. front and center. Daisy singing in the room. Her mom specifically comes in and says, no one no wants to hear your voice. voice. I know. I mean, that is plop seed 
like that mm-hmm. will grow as Daisy grows mm-hmm. and will be a constant source of of anchoring of nodding something in her shoe that when all she wants to do is sing and yeah. all she wants to do is express herself that, that is, is going to be a big theme for Ooh. her and the growth for her will be having you know being that being validated at some point that people mm-hmm. do want to hear what she has to say yeah and then again when she walks in and her mom's reading her diary or her song you know oh, her diary is full of song uh ideas lyrics mm-hmm. and and notes and she's angry and she's like you're you know you can't just go through my stuff and then the mother's like fine i'm leaving and she still cannot help mm-hmm. herself and she's like well is it any good what and uh. I know it's that was so heartbreaking. You're such a pretty girl. I know, but it was heartbreaking enough oh. to just see her ask. Right? ask. Like she needs yeah. to hear from her mother. So like, bad. is yeah. this is this any good? Am I any good? And her mother, of course, like you just said, you know, puts her down. We learn that Daisy is not her real name. Her name no, is Margaret. Margaret. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she says, "What? You're such a pretty girl." Yeah. Yeah. I love the mommy issues juxtaposed against the daddy issues of Billy. Well, are we moving on to what's not working yet? Is that what we're doing? Oh, okay. No, because that was working for me. Oh, I like, well, just that in a, in a short order, because you have to do that sometimes with the adaptation, you get right out of the gate that what each of their like damages. So to Mm. me, that was, and you know, again, I, I knew what it was from the book and it's certainly explored, I think a little bit more there, but but you know what you're dealing with and they each sort of have, which I do think is a setup for later. I mean, one of the big things will be, I assume, unless they change that, that they are sort of mirrors of each other um, and have a lot of similarities. I think, mm-hmm. I doubt they'll change that concept. And so this to me was an early setup of like there, there's similar damage, but for him it's the dad and for her it's the mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know though. I don't agree that they are mirroring that issue I feel like his is convenient or and like comes up and changes as is convenient for the storyline hers her mother says to her no one wants to hear your voice and for someone who is dying to be a singer and express themselves that is a fundamental conflict and a fundamental torture his dad left now Mm -hmm. that's not to say that that's not real damage abandonment is real damage but seeing him at the party that they're playing and then all of a sudden deciding he has to be a big star and then this is later but then when Camilla gets pregnant and he's like I gotta be a good dad because my dad wasn't I just feel like his damage changes based on what is the storyline is going and it doesn't not work it just doesn't work like like uh, see I just think it's the same he's he's always afraid he's gonna do what his dad did and that is his default he leaves yeah yeah um, you know I mean yeah. just like his dad left and so and and until he I know but what does that, that have to do with singing or being a band well, it doesn't have to do with band. singing but yeah, it has to right. do with his relationship and yeah. part of the story is his relationship with Camila so yeah yeah, yeah. And, and and how he copes but they're giving things. it to the band right the first thing is they, there's a line in the show that's like Billy never took it seriously until that night. Yeah. And then it's But then like, the band is his family. So I mm, do see it the yeah, same. Okay, like he goes okay. to leave because he is but like But he says he wants figure. to be a huge star right after that. Right. 
Yeah. But then but whenever like things that. go upset him, mm-hmm. his instinct, even with mm-hmm. the band, is to just bail. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I thought he got that from, you know, yeah. the daddy issue. Yeah. So. Let me tell you, honestly, I just... Sam Claflin is not working for me. So you're saying all these things that make 100% sense. It's just not translating for me. And especially like to what you said, juxtaposed against Riley Keough, who is working for me on every level, on the level Mm -hmm. of her acting, on the level of her stardom, on the level of her personal psychology in my mind. She's working on every level and he is not translating. No. And, you know me and the singer songwriter. Yeah, and I mean, you kind oh, of you don't even have to be. Not me. I know. No, no. Not my no, history. Any, yes, your history. But I'm saying yes. you know me with characters. Yes, 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 You kind of don't need to do that much, and I'm kind of already in, into you, right? Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. I'm predisposed yeah. to swoon for the singer songwriter for the for the lead singer. I mean, for the love yeah. of God. I, yes. I mean, I've watched some really bad movies, but if yeah. the guy's a singer, I'm like immediately drawn to them so yeah the fact that he's falling flat for me is a is a real problem because then i'm like oh come on now admittedly i'm thinking maybe in the later episodes when his star power comes out more right now certainly in the first one he doesn't sing that much or it's still like a Mm -hmm. garage type band level but i'm still not i feel like i would already feel the like you're saying whatever Whatever Riley Keough is emitting, yeah, he is not. That star wattage is not coming out yeah, for it's... for Sam. And then I'm concerned about their chemistry. Are we gonna? Yeah. Are we gonna feel it? Maybe it'll. I don't know. Maybe yeah. together, on screen, we'll get some electricity. I'm. I'm I don't know though. Uh, well, I don't really care about that though because you know yeah, I don't. I know really you don't buy know. into them the same mm-hmm. way that other people do. But I am. Even despite that, I, I see Sam Claflin for me is mostly an issue as a rock star. You know, I think um, mm-hmm. Josh Duhamel uh, and the, the Teddy Price character, they they um, have these moments where like, oh. oh Timothy Oliphant. Oh, the Oliphant. Thank Oliphant. you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ro- Rex, Rod, whatever it is. Rod. They both have moments where they say, he knocked my socks off. Oh, I but know. I'm like, where? Yeah, you see where? him. He's the I don't lead. See that? Yeah, at he all. likens him to Mick Jagger, and you yeah. know when you see that they have the start. Yeah, no, I don't no. see that. But wait, my point is that I do feel the chemistry and the love and the Ugh. development of the storyline between him and Camila. No, you're not. I was going to say I'm not, and that kills yeah. me too because you know by the end of our episode, I was really sold on her being as i said the heart of the story even though i did buy the billy and uh daisy Daisy chemistry connection more but i i I, and so now in watching this i really wanted to see that anew you know Mm -hmm. what i mean because when i read it it was more by the end of our discussion that i came around to the whole camilla being the heart and soul of the story and that's another concern for me. Camilla, yeah. I don't know. Am I feeling her as the heart and soul of the story? Is it her or is it the two of them? What her is her acting? I'm not oh, feeling I, love, I, mean, I don't know. I love it. I love it. I'm not feeling her either. Okay. I, I don't know. But yeah. I'm concerned about her and Billy. And I want it now. That's where I wanted to see it. That's yeah. what I'm saying this time around. Um, between them. I'm just not, but yeah, we'll I don't know. Maybe, I, maybe I'm projecting. I mean, the first one, there's very little. I mean, 
Yeah. But they're you know, they're meat cute. They're meat cute. It's cute. Yeah, that's cute. That's, that's a good cute. scene. And then that's a good dinner scene. is also this one. Yeah. Too. Yeah. And then, I right? think I'm also now that I've watched the next two. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah. Yeah. I thought yeah. the meat cute was really good in the laundry. Yes. That and was. and the moment of of course I knew who he was. <laughs> I loved that. And this I don't remember either from the book. Was she from his hometown in the book? Yes. And was there the whole thing with him and um, her and Eddie? And Eddie having a crush on her? I don't. Yes. I didn't think there was. Yes. Yes. Okay. So the yes. other bandmate has had a thing for Camilla even then. I mean, when, yeah, when they were kids. I, I didn't think right. it was like a you're taking my girl kind of thing. Which no, I don't but feel I like think he looks either. like he's pining for yeah, her and will yeah, likely yeah. continue to pine for her yeah. in this. And I don't remember that being a thing. Yeah. I uh, thought he before. was just the voice of, I wish he didn't treat her so badly. Like, I wish he didn't yeah. do these things to her. Right, right, More right. than, like, actually. I think he was in the book. Do. I'm just afraid yeah. here they're going to make it more of, oh, like, a pining, okay. love triangle thing. But oh, oh. we'll see. Okay. I know. Yeah. Exactly. And so at the end of this one, they're moving to L.A. And she comes with them. Camila comes with them. Yeah. and Which mm-hmm. also is different from the book. Mm-hmm. Um, she does not come with them. And then once he gets the record deal, he calls her. He's like, none of this is right without you. And she, then she yeah. comes. Yeah. Which I think I would have liked better. But Yeah. We'll talk about that in the next, in the next installment. Because yeah. how it actually really does all play out. But. Then we also are introduced to Simone, Simone who, like yes. to me, like Daisy, like Riley Keough, is just popping yeah. off the screen. Yes. I, yeah. Star quality every which way about her. Just every word that comes out of her mouth, the way she sings, the way she presents herself. And oh my God, can we talk about those outfits? I know. Oh, I know. That is nothing that is so working Costumes for me. and music are going to, I think, well, be Well, okay. But I would say for the girls like for Daisy and Simone I'm feeling it I listen let me tell you something I would have 100% been only girls in the 70s (laughs) because I hate first of all I should probably say I hate the 70s and it's fine it's not distracting me in this but I Mm -hmm. hate the 70s I hate okay every I hate the music I hate the the clothes, I hate everything about the 70s. And okay. it's work, it's fine. It's totally, it's not throwing me off at all. But I'm just, I just, I can't even look at the guys. There's not yeah. one remotely attractive male. Ugh, the whole thing. And it's not yeah. the character, it's not the, the men themselves. No. It's the portrayal, the 70s, the way they wear their hair, the, whole look. the way yeah. they wear their, I would have never looked at a single man. This And the women are stunning Stunning. yeah okay so the i i can agree on the guys and the and the and the look though the music i can't i mean yeah i can't this is based on fleetwood mac i I mean that is just so i yeah and other bands you know they love to like the the creators and showrunners are this and everybody's like it's not just fleetwood mac it's not just Fleetwood Mac. we studied creedence clear arrival we studied these i'm like yeah 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 but we all know that taylor jenkins reed was inspired by you know, Lindsay Buckingham. Yeah, I mean, Stevie there are a couple, right. Rumors, there's a, but, uh, Fleetwood Mac, obviously undeniable good. Right, like, and that's uh, the Patty vibe Smith, of this to me. So, undeniable. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, there's a there's a small handful. But, but I mean, like, I'm talking about with disco, four. for example. Oh, God, Like you're not. Disco. Yeah, exactly. Which Simone is going to be, 
you know, but that's I also sort of I really hate the rock. Vibe. The disco is just yeah. not. That's fine, but I yeah. really hate the rock of hate the seventies. Yeah. It's not working for me. So, Simone but it's fine in the show. Definitely but working. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and I she think is. and and I know. Well, she's in the you know the next two episodes too, but I know from some things I've read that that was a goal of theirs actually to increase her character. So I am all for that okay. from what she was in the book. Right. Um. You know, she had a you know was really always Daisy's friend in the book and yeah. and. But I think they felt like she was more of like a support. You know, Daisy yeah. would go back to her. But she was, star, she was a star. She was a star in her own right, and but so she kind of wasn't it, around really. to right be right. with Daisy. But yeah. I think we're gonna see more in this of her okay. actual rise to stardom. How as a, oh. a black woman, how she deals with things. I think you'll see more of that. Okay. Um, in this. Okay. So they. But yeah. I hope that's not at the expense of her stardom. And how yeah. are they going to jive that with Daisy and we'll Billy? Yeah. And Okay. All right. Well, they do come up together a little, even in these yeah, next yeah, two yeah. episodes. There's some of that. And that was true in the book. So, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Because you're right. Then in the book, she went off and became a star. Yeah. And she kind of wasn't she, involved. Yeah. So she wasn't, And she wasn't in L.A. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I assume it's still a my you know a second certainly secondary role but I think it's more than what she was in the book so which for me is fine now I mean we'll see how it goes but yeah because she is working for me so I'm kind of oh yeah optimistic sure I can watch more of her part. yeah I can watch more of yeah her. exactly yeah. yeah um anything else I I'm just going to talk about the last scene or not the last scene uh a scene that did not work for me sadly was the oh muse my, is it the muse me yeah. neither i was like i'm like we're not we have to talk about the muse scene yeah yeah the iconic line i know it I did know. not work for me in translation it was fine it was totally fine there was nothing was wrong fine. with it it just mm. didn't have the impact that i felt no. in the book at all completely yeah well first of all they left out a little part because in the book she says um i'm not the muse i'm the somebody which they say here and then she's like end of fucking story because i was like where i know there was an f-bomb somewhere i thought it was on the fucking somebody but i felt it more like a like a declaration in the book like a a statement and this felt like some sort of like maybe because it was it felt a little desperate here to like this man Mm. who then laughed at her and I don't know. It it took the air out of it. Yeah, somehow, I, yeah. That is a yeah. big line in the book. Um, yeah, I would have loved to have. I don't know how that works, but I would have loved to have it as a documentary line, right? Where she's yeah. like saying, "I would have liked her to come back to that '90s Daisy and go." And this was a pattern for me, you know, and start it there and have her be that and just kind of yes, report that would have it. been more of a declaration of like yeah. i'm not the fucking muse i'm yeah. somebody or whatever i mean it was yeah, a, yeah i don't know like i'm i'm the muse i'm the some i felt like it was a little mm. desperate plea okay. kind of thing to yeah. this joker yeah. who is this guy anyway right. like gary he's, gary <laughs> that, some random when she guy said his name i lot. loved that she was like listen gary, <laughs> gary. that was so good <laughs> but i'm like who's gary also yeah. like it's a throwaway guy yeah. You know, and seeing just to get that line in, which yeah. I felt maybe that I would have really liked to have, in, have in the documentary. I, I like really it. would have. I think that would have been good. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, like I said, it was fine. But just the book, in the book, it 
it had such a huge impact and it came at a moment like it does here it tracks I think time-wise but it just really I was like okay Daisy Jones is on the scene now this is it and she is not somebody's muse she is the somebody and I don't know it just didn't quite land for me yeah but I did love the final scene which maybe it just was so much softer and worked Mm -hmm. so much better when she walks into the piano bar and it's empty and she's like she needs to know for herself am I good am I not good do I have the chops am I gonna do this and she walks in and she sings that song and it's like I can ruin I don't need anybody else's help I don't need anybody I I can can ruin I can ruin this night on my own and Mm -hmm. I don't know it was I was I thought that was very powerful I was very moved at that last moment yeah no that was that was really really poignant and I think a really big moment for her even though nobody's in there she's got her back to the empty crowd yeah uh except one bartender that claps yeah yeah uh yeah and I I thought that was just like her first little step because you know she doesn't she doesn't know what she wants yet like she she knows she wants her voice to be heard but she's still really Really protective and she's very yeah. protective right her and that makes again tracks so beautifully her with her mom right her mm-hmm. mom has told her no one wants to hear your voice and she doesn't want outside influences she can't handle them she needs to really be able to be herself fully herself. in power before she mm-hmm. can handle any sort of uh, outside voices any sort of criticism any sort of she's like I don't want to be shaped she can't yeah. be she's not strong yeah. enough yet to be shaped and she's not mm-hmm. there enough yet to be shaped and that mm-hmm. I'm so excited to see that journey well, she, and it's also so sad that she says I, I I can do it on my own I can ruin this night on my own it mm-hmm. is foreshadowing what what we already know is coming but it does it so beautifully because she's at once stepping into her power and we also in that same moment know she's going to ruin it. Oh yeah. Or it will oh, be yeah. ruined. And it, yeah. And you I think also she's she doesn't want to be shaped because like you're saying she doesn't know who she is yet. Yeah. And so if she lets someone else shape her, then she's not yet sure. She wants to figure it out first before she lets anyone come in like you're saying with these outside influences. But you know, one of the things you said in the our other episode on the <laughs> book was that she doesn't know who she is. Yes. And one of your struggles was you weren't sure through most of the time whether she knew who she was. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, but that is an ongoing struggle. And I think it's because she doesn't want the outside influences because I think she does want to figure out who she is, but it's it's not easy. And so it's going to be a, the conflict for her, yeah, of trying to figure out who she is, figure out what her own voice is with yeah. all the cacophony and outside voices and then there'll be the drugs and you know well it'll I'm be interested feeling... to see how the drugs play into it too but. yes I am feeling that conflict much more watching it on mm-hmm. screen yeah whereas in the book yeah. it just felt like she was just a little lost and like never mm-hmm. really but now I feel the con- the true conflict between these moments where she truly steps into her power, into who she is, and then also has her mom in her head going, no one wants to hear your voice. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and you know, like, I can write this song and I can do this thing, and then someone takes it. It just feels yeah. like a more, like, true bashing conflict as opposed to right. 
somewhere I don't really know who I am exactly right, it's right. not like a or wandering yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so I'm mm-hmm. loving it here loving it yeah yeah no that really that does work yeah. we forgot Karen too Karen is oh, yes she's introduced but yeah. very briefly I'm sure we'll talk about her more one. in the next yes but got, yeah but but yeah so she wait, I can't tell whether she's working yet or not she's she I love her character well in the book. she's working I love her hair and her outfits yes. again her look Suki <laughs> Waterhouse it. writer yeah she even you're right from the very first moment when they see her Graham who's gonna have the crush on her yeah sees her on stage she also has a star quality uh-huh. I think right uh-huh. out of the gate but like uh-huh. the badass edgy one yeah and I think I'm gonna. I've all. I you know. I liked her a lot, so we'll see. But she will. I don't. I mean, I think it's no secret she will join the band, because yeah. um, they'll um, they'll need another person, and yeah, we'll get Karen. Yeah, Karen and Camila had a nice relationship in the book, uh, so we'll see. Uh, yeah, and, and she says, and "I want to talk to her." One, like before. Yeah. Oh, is that is that enough? That's episode? a two. Yes. I think. Okay. Yeah, all right. We'll two, talk. Yeah. Right, let's talk about that. In the yeah. Next. So anyway, we meet Karen, and we're gonna we're gonna have her join yeah. the band yeah. and go to California. Yes, love it. Anything else? Those are my my highs now. and lows. I'm yeah. excited. To I go love on. that the episodes are named for as tracks, songs of the track, mm-hmm. um, tracks from the album, mm-hmm. um, and it's very cool. I've said this a thousand times um, that Taylor Jenkins Reid wrote the lyrics to the whole Aurora album in the back of the book and it is now actually an album. I mean, she's been posting, so is Reese and Hello Sunshine, like the album cover and Taylor Jenkins Reid posted her daughter listening to the Mm -hmm. album. Yeah. She's really cool. Yeah. Um, I just, yeah, to be a novelist and do that and then see it now. I mean, they had, you know, very brilliant songwriters help make this too but yeah. but I mean it's her it's her her words I it mean, is crazy. and I wanted to ask how you would feel like it's first of all the show is not a, a, a sweeping success critically or from you know you're saying you've seen some stuff that's just not mm-hmm. uh you know fully in support but I don't know I don't think if I were Taylor Jenkins Reid I don't think I would give one fuck right yeah because I I don't know I don't know why this one feels different maybe because we've been so part of the journey Mm -hmm. you know just on social media and but I feel like this is a big deal and I it is yeah I don't think anything first of all she didn't write the screenplay so I mean to the extent there are criticisms which there are of the writing it oh, is not oh, okay. Taylor Jenkins. She did not adapt it. So, right, right, right. Um, you know, so, and actually a lot of the criticism is like the book is so much better. So oh, um, Taylor okay. Jenkins, okay. you know what I mean? Mm. So is a lot of it is in what the, uh, the screenwriters or the director or the film, the choices they've made in the adaptation process okay. versus okay. her. So, but still, but either way, I totally yeah. agree with you. Even if they were shitting all over her writing, which they're not, um, it's fucking yeah, but amazing. Even, I don't it's, know. It's like even, a, but the songwriting and the, I mean, the whole yeah. thing is her, it came from her brain. So yeah, I don't yeah. know how you couldn't But that's think, not what they're criticizing. Okay. Do you know okay. what I mean? No, yeah, I haven't like, read it. Every, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But, I mean, the, but the, I would take, not, I think I would take concept. it personally and yeah. also I wouldn't oh, care. Yeah. I wouldn't, yeah. I would be like, yeah. this is all from my brain care. and yeah, I, and I don't care what you said. Yeah. 
it, yeah, no, I, 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 if you read them, I, you know, it's so you wouldn't take it personally, person. but you also I would not care. take it personally. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely would, and but I wouldn't care. Yeah, and but that is what I think is to me the biggest deal. I would definitely take it personally, and I would would not care, which is hard to imagine. And maybe if I was there and I'm Taylor Jenkins Reid, maybe I feel differently. I don't know, but for some reason I just find this whole process so incredibly special like yeah. the book was so big hello sunshine the yeah. Reese is on this yeah. and and to make the whole thing come alive and the 70s They're going and the on whole... an arena tour do you like an no. actual tour wait who so is the the the, the band the, the... Riley Keough Yes, they're gonna no. do like a tour. Oh. Yes, I mean this is crazy. Oh, that I mean, is I'm, crazy. I'm adding to your point, which is sh- this all came from yeah. her. I mean, yeah. and there's a freaking record, an album yeah. called it's Aurora crazy. that you made up in your head. It's crazy, and you didn't just like write a few verses. You yeah. wrote this album. I, yeah. if I were Taylor Jenkins Reid, I would be over the moon. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. yeah. Because yeah. it's not just oh my my book got adapted. Yeah, you know it, this it feels feel like a whole different like you thing. said on a magnified scale. Uh, everything about it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I would be I would be so so I, excited. Cloud nine because she has another mm-hmm. one. You know, one true loves is coming out. Mm-hmm. One of her other books is being adapted. It does. Which she feel did the same. Yeah, yeah, but like just now it's right. not out yet but I oh, don't okay I see your point no your point was that it, yeah. it, this just doesn't feel like an adaptation it somehow yeah, this feels... feels like an experience yeah. like a yeah. like a full maybe because of these other offshoots with the the music and everything it feels way bigger yeah to me yeah and me too. so yeah so screw what anybody would yeah. say I'd be like uh this I she's a creative I would just feel like let's see what you do you do this yeah <laughs> I may not yeah. have done it perfectly, and you may be able to say all these things, but go ahead. Let's see you. Yeah. Because no one is in the arena, to, to quote Brene Brown, right? No one is in the arena the way Taylor Jenkins Reid is, just in this yeah. adaptation. No one. No one's doing something like this. It's it's wild. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So we're, we're, we're here. We're here yeah. for it. Yeah. 100%. We're rocking out. <laughs> All right, we'll be back with the next installment. Okay. This has been Pop Fiction Women with Corinne and Kate. If you enjoyed this show, please tell the complicated women in your life. And the men who love them. Yes, tell them to listen. And then to follow on Spotify or review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And of course, share on social media. Tag us with your favorite books, TV shows and movies starring complicated women on Facebook and Instagram at Pop Fiction Women or on Twitter at Pop underscore women. For more coverage of the women you love or to find out if you qualify as a complicated woman, go to popfictionwomen.com. And keep it complicated. <laughs>